Hi, hello everyone. The Spells We Tell Ourselves is back and today we are talking about in the moment strategies to help regulate your nervous system. So if you guys follow me on Instagram and like my personal account, not the Spells We Tell Ourselves account, but uh, Libby Duffy underscore, then you may have seen that I did a little poll about different things that you guys wanted to see me talk about. And one of the things that came up was in the moment regulation techniques and things that I do in the moment in order to help bring myself down. So, and I also put these in context of things that you can also do while you're around your child, because if there is one thing about being a mom trying to regulate your own emotions, you know that your child is always watching you. So that you know that however you handle your emotions is how your kid is going to handle their emotions in the future as well. We are constantly watched and like moms have no privacy. And I think that one thing that we need to remember is when those little eyes are always watching us, we need to be able to point them in the correct direction. So here are some fast regulating exercises. And yes, this does add magic into your everyday life by being able to regulate your nervous system you are calling back your magic. You are calling back your energy. So when I regulate my nervous system, I want to keep all of my magic for myself. I want all of my magic to be within me. And therefore, by regulating my nervous system, I'm calling my magic back. I'm calling my energy back. And I think that we forget how magical we are until all of that is completely displaced and it's like everywhere. So ready? Here we go. Fast regulating exercises. One, singing. Did you know that singing helps to stimulate your vagus nerve and also releases oxytocin and endorphins? So what does that exactly mean, Libby? That helps. Let's Okay, let's break it down. So oxytocin is the cuddle hormone. So imagine you're singing songs with your kiddo on the couch. You're getting all of that really good oxytocin. It's the cuddle hormone. It helps with feeling of bonding. It helps with feelings of trust and not only feelings of bonding and trust for you, but also bondings of feelings and trust for your child. So singing together with your child, even if it's just baby shark or something, then you know you're going to get a good rush of um, oxytocin into your body. And then endorphins are really great mood regulators. So endorphins, <laughs> honestly, endorphins come from stress response. Like they, they are released in order to get us through something stressful. So by singing and we release those endorphins, endorphins also come from like exercise and those types of things, but it helps us be more alert. So I'm going to totally out myself here a little bit. When I was in high school and I wasn't sleeping much at all, I would sing whenever I felt like I was falling asleep at the wheel because I knew that it would keep me awake. I didn't know the science behind it. I knew it would keep me awake though. And now as a mom, I sing with my kiddo, especially when I know I'm exhausted because I didn't sleep well the night before. Maybe I was in and out of her room um, all night long, whatever. So singing also includes helps with alertness. And that is the endorphins coming through. Endorphins get you through times of stress. So like 
when you're running, your body automatically assumes that something is wrong and you need to get away from whatever it is that is chasing you. You are increasing alertness. And it's funny that singing kind of does the same thing. But also, it gets you to focus on what's truly going on within the moment and less so worrying about what is going on that is making you feel anxious or depressed or overstimulated. So singing is a really great tool that we can use. Um, number two is called alternate nostril breathing. Of course, I think that's the yogi side of me coming out here. That is um, a breathwork technique that I use. So basically what you do is middle finger on your forehead. You have your ring finger going down to one side of your nose. You have your thumb on the other side of the nose and you'll inhale through one nostril, blocking off the other, and then you flip it so that way you're blocking off the nostril that you just inhaled from. Exhale down the opposite nostril, inhale through that same second nostril, block off that one and exhale out the first nostril and repeat. It's good to do for like five to 10 minutes. It does take a little bit of practice. I'm not going to deny that, but you can notice how after a while the alternate nostril breathing, you know, like I said, practice it, but also alternate nostril breathing is really good for coming back to the moment and all breathwork strategies are really good for helping with anxiety and feeling overstimulated. Uh, number three is glimmer mechanisms. You guys have heard me talk about glimmers before. Glimmers are the opposite of a trigger. Triggers make you feel stressed out and anxious and overstimulated. Well, glimmers remind you that there's good in the world and things are sparkly and shiny and we do have happy moments. So whenever you have one of those beautiful happy moments, maybe you just watch your kid do something cute on the playground, develop some little glimmer mechanism. So like brush your collarbone with your thumb, brush your wrist because brushing your wrist is really discreet. You can rub your thumb, you can do butterfly taps, you can do a whole bunch of other things, but some sort of small, really easy to remember movement that you can do. So you kind of lock in that glimmery feeling. And then when you feel overstimulated or stressed out or whatever, then you have that reminder of, oh wait, good things do happen in the world. I will glimmer again. We will feel that sunshine again. We will have that light come back to us. This moment may be overstimulating and difficult, but that doesn't mean that all moments are overstimulating and difficult. Um, next up is the 54321 grounding technique. So it, I mean, like there's different variations of this. So you'll figure out which one works for you and which one doesn't. But the one that is in my calming corner is five things that you can see four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. So by bringing your mind back to your senses and bringing your mind back to the present moment, you're able to stop that rush. And like, let's talk about mom guilt for a second. When it comes to mom guilt, like you do one little thing with mom guilt and all of a sudden, everything just starts flooding towards you, you know? So with mom guilt, mom guilt may start off with, oh, I didn't remember to pack water bottles for daycare, whatever. And then mom guilt quickly spirals from, oh no, I forgot a water bottle, even though daycare totally has a extra ones. But 
then you're like, okay, well, also I forgot this and I forgot this. And oh, last week I did this and I'm a terrible mother because of X, Y, Z. And no, you're not a terrible mother, but that quick spiral is got, has now gotten way out of control, my friend. So when we notice that the, when, when, when we notice that the mom guilt spiral has gone completely out of control, that is when we need a five, four, three, two, one grounding exercise. You need to bring yourself back to this present moment and you need to remember that it's okay to have these feelings. We all have these feelings and they're all completely normal. So let's normalize those feelings here a little bit. Okay. So that grounding exercise that I was talking about is really, really great for um, bringing yourself back into the present moment and knocking away all of those extra things that start flooding your mind. Let's focus on one thing at a time here, okay? That's how we are going to get through this, and that is how we are going to keep our magic for ourselves. And then the last one that I like to recommend is getting outside. I'm such a nature person, and I feel like anybody who listens to this podcast already knows that about me. But I'm always going to advocate for you getting outside. Being outside and breathing in the fresh air has been proven to be so good for our brains and our overall mindset and our health and well-being. And I just want all of you to remember that for when you are feeling overstimulated, maybe just think to yourself, when was the last time that I breathed in fresh air? One was the, especially, like, I'm also thinking as I'm, you know, here in New Hampshire in, you know, end of January where it's cold and it's still getting dark really early and maybe the, and maybe there was a snowstorm so I haven't been able to go outside and thinking to myself during these times of overstimulation, okay, when was the last time I've gone outside? When was the last time I saw something other than these walls in my house? So things to keep in mind are like, can you bundle up yourself and your kiddo and go outside? Can you make the dogs go for a walk with you on the rail trail, even though they are big wimps when it comes to snow in their paws? And figuring out different strategies that for you to go outside, even if it's just for you to go stand like on your back deck or on your porch or something, just get that fresh air inside your lungs, okay? <sighs> so those are my, my five tips for in the moment regulation. And this way we are able to keep all of that magic for you and inside of you. And when you keep all of that wonderful, beautiful magic inside of you for you, you are able to then convert that into magic for other things that are going on inside your life. And whether that is for business life or mom life, or just trying to get through the freaking primary election season and you just need something to cling to. Remember that you are magical and that magic already lives inside of you and you don't need to try and find that magic. You just need to make sure you're not giving away that magic when you don't need to. So this has been the quick and fast episode of in the moment, emotional regulation tips. And I hope that it was valuable to you. For any of my moms in business who might be listening, I did launch the Mompreneur Survival Guide one-to-one program. And I am really excited to start welcoming in 
different mompreneurs. I, that word is so weird to me. I like to say CEO moms um, because honestly, I feel like so many times and like, yes, I'm overgeneralizing and I'm also overgenderizing. I don't know. That's definitely not a word either, but I, I know I'm like speaking from a gender normative place right now. But I feel like anybody who is the default parent probably knows that they are the ones that are responsible for running shit at home. And if you're also responsible for running shit within your business, it can be overwhelming. It can be a lot. And if you're like me and you're a millennial, maybe you weren't necessarily the best at emotional regulation because maybe you were very much a what if we didn't talk about our feelings type when you were a child and started exhibiting signs of anxiety um, at a young age, then maybe nervous system regulation didn't really take for you as a child, or maybe you were never taught it in the first place as a child. Um, So this is the program for that, where you learn how to regulate that nervous system and you learn how to balance work and life. Because also, like, The millennial struggle is we were told we could have it all. And then when we were, when we went to go get it all, we quickly realized how incredibly difficult that is. And that whole, it takes a village to raise a child mindset is so beautiful and so wonderful. But then you become a parent and you're like, okay, well, where's that village that I was promised? So I, I wanted to create a program for it of all the things that I've learned. And it's like all of the things that I love talking about. So it's a lot of neurology. It's a lot of grounding techniques. It's woo-woo. It's yoga. It's habits. It's all of these things that I think make a person so successful. And also the techniques that we learn are also good for us to teach our kiddos. So added bonus of we're also going to be helping our kids Um, anyway, I'm rambling at this point and I could ramble about that program for a long time. So I will cut myself off here and I will just say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I hope that you got some information on regulating emotions from this. And if you are interested in connecting with me further, you can follow me on Instagram, the spells we tell ourselves and also Libby Duffy underscore. Um, Both are linked below in the show notes. Other than that, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will be back next week um, talking about magical eating and more like nutrition based because that is a hat that I don't always get to wear and I'm really excited about it. Of course, you can always email me or message me on Instagram any episode topics that you can think of. I'd love to hear from you guys. Okay, bye-bye.